Everything I spit rare, we sound that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time I'm spitting, I've been Have we got any early Sims fans? Do we like, remember when we when we first heard her? I remember exactly where and when I heard her, but mm-hmm. I'd heard okay. of her before this moment, but I hadn't heard Still her music up. until then. So it was Afropunk 2017, and she was performing on like not not the side stage technically, but like on the smaller stage, yeah, which was more like a rave crowd. But the bill she was up against was a big bill. Danny Brown, Nadia Rose, Co Joey Radical, like big people, but she was like earlier on in the day. So I just got there. Or maybe I'd been there for a while. I don't know. I was drunk the whole day. But I came in and I was like, who is this? And someone's like, it's Lil Sims. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was vibing to her music, but this is 2017 time. So she didn't have any out. Maybe she had the one. Yeah, two, she was two albums deep. She had no, 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 no. At this point, the gray arrow wasn't out. It was this was summer. Yeah, yeah that's number three. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, either way. So the one with all the colors and her face, the one, you know, Stillness one, in Wonderland. That one. She was performing that. Mm. She was performing a lot of that. I was like, this sounds good. And I was like, okay, I'll keep an eye on her. But then you know me. I say I'll keep an eye on someone and I forget. So yeah, th- that's when I first was introduced to her about four years ago. But mm-hmm. I liked her energy when she was performing. It was good energies. Yeah. I think I heard her, I want to say it was between 2014 and 2015, maybe 2015. But all I remember is, is Kendrick shouted out her on a radio station. He was doing an interview at BBC and he mentioned Little Sims. And I remember knowing who she was at that time. So it must have been around that time. But um I always I liked her early on. I always saw the potential and whatnot, but for some reason the first two albums just didn't stick. And like the other music that I was hearing, like I'd, I'd appreciate it, but then I just wasn't going back to it. I don't know whether that's what like because I was just into other stuff at the time and it was taken over. But it was grey area where like I became a proper fan. It was like a reintroduction, I guess. What did you what hear you first? <clears throat> what did I hear first? Yeah, yeah. Like was it a song or mixtape? Um that's the thing. I can't pinpoint it. Like I just, I just remember knowing her name around the time when Kendrick shouted her out. It might have been something like Wings. I think that might have been a single. I think I'm not sure. Um, and I listened to the albums, but I can't remember the like my first listen to them. It was grey area where I was like hooked. Basically, I was like, oh, this, this, she's she's different level. Um, but she did take a step up on that album. I think. Yeah. I was quite late to Little Sims, uh, I won't lie. But that being said, I still think it was 2017 because I remember when I was in my, still in my Ford Focus at the time, listening to her on um, One Extra and I was thinking, oh, who's this? I need to check out Little Sims. But then it's funny, I did. I, I never did until Grey Area then came out. Then I was like, oh, okay, this is, yeah, this is special. And that's when I just continued the journey. So I always think I was a bit late to Little Sims, even though I heard some stuff beforehand. Um, I never really followed it up, but Grey Area yeah. turned me into a fan. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I was late. I feel like I didn't appreciate the early stuff, but yeah. What about you, Kieran? Yeah, I think I was one album early because when I heard Backseat on Colours, that, that's what got me with her. Then that was obviously from the deluxe version of Stillness in Wonderland. Um, Dead Body as well. I think, I don't know. I can't remember if I heard that first or if I went back to hear it, but it's because it had Stormzy and Kano on it which I really liked as well. But yeah, yeah. I, I was just one album early, basically, but same journey, really. So no one was like up on the mixtapes or the EPs or anything like that. I feel no, like I, I heard a couple yeah. EPs, but not, I went into, yeah. I you you heard Wings, though. 
Wings is earlier than Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. I think Wings, I want to say it's the first album. It might have even been her first single or something, like proper single anyway. Um, but again, I just, none of it stuck with me. And it, and it wasn't because I didn't think she was bad or anything like that. I just think there must have been other stuff going on at the time um, that was stopping me from gravitating towards it. And I think she kind of, if I think back to like the time frame, I feel like grime was the thing at that point. And I, I wonder whether I was messing more mm. with some of the, the grime artists at the time. I'm surprised well. though, because it's got Sid on it. Like, and I know you liked the internet that mm. time as well. Yeah, that, that album, what was it? Ego Death. Great album. Yeah, yeah. Banged that album out in uh, 2015. Um, so yeah, I think we can all agree then that Grey Area was kind of like the the project where we went, oh shit, this this woman's serious. Like, but that was a mad step yeah. up. Like that was, mm. and in 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 our review we did recently of it in that um, have we dropped that yet? Greatest UK oh, no, rap you albums. Don't. Edit the fuck out of that. Trust me. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've got a lot to say about Grey Area, really. <laughs> Yeah, we're named after a coffee shop in Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was I going to say with Grey Area? Yeah. So I was listening to an old interview with um, with Sims. It was with DJ Target when he was doing that. I can't remember what it was called, but he would interview someone basically and go through their career. So he'd start off with like their inspirations and then their early tracks and then just go through the years. Um, and at the time, I think Little Sims was recording Grey Area. Because it was 20, 2018, I think, beginning of 2018, she was saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to drop an album this year. Um, and they were talking about the first two albums as well. And she said that in the build-up to the grey area, that it was like the first time that she'd really sort of stopped and started saying no to things. So like from when she sort of started really breaking through with the early EPs and the mixtapes, she was constantly writing, recording, uh, like, you know, being on the press run, touring, and just going through that cycle. And in the grey area, she sort of she said she started ghosting and just really sort of you know putting the pen to pad not letting anyone distract her getting a bit more personal as well a bit more therapeutic and whatnot um and it showed and she and that's when she connected with inflow as well which that's is a major, major partnership yeah. yeah yeah that partnership is undefeated at the moment i'm sorry jeez louise man mm. so should we hold Chemistry. fire with gray area then should we hold for, just in case Oh, I don't remember what we said in that, that conversation though, man. So I feel mm. like we can recap. This is can hear it twice. Because we can shit. do it. Yeah, we can do a brief recap, can't we? We can touch on mm. certain bits. Because I know Sean's mm. always got, he's bubbling over the edges to talk about that album. So let him, you know what I mean? Let him say his piece. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to I was gonna keep it keep it still and let you lot say something. But, ah, you have the most to um, say though. Not right now, I don't, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've spoken about it already. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like... I can't remember what I even said. And I'm just like, I'm it not was inside a while that ago. world anymore. That would be like yeah. six months ago. So yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Listeners, they probably wouldn't hear this bit, but still. Listeners, you're going to find out what we said about mm. the grey area one day soon. Someday soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess, Defo. I guess uh, Kieran kind of summarised it. It was a massive step up, wasn't it? In terms of like her, she just sounded more confident, sounded like she'd honed her craft, but she was also now telling more sort of vivid and and detailed personal stories as well. So you just felt like you were getting more of her. Do you get what I mean? There were snippets throughout. Like she's always mentioned that like she said things about her dad and this and that. But this album, like especially a song like Therapy. I think one thing about this album also that got me was she switched up her delivery as well. Because before mm-hmm. it was always that same voice, just that cool, cold, introverted voice. But mm-hmm. in like tracks like was it offense boss. or boss? And she's got the oh, megaphone. Yeah. And like boss. I sent the live the live video recently. 
Cause like she's she's rapping with a megaphone and I had it's just crazy. It's like coming out all distorted. And I'm like, okay, she's trying something different vocally. And th- that's not something that's that common with her, but at that time anyway. Mm. Yeah. On this album, it's different, but we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. And the, I guess the only other thing as well to say briefly about Grey Area is just how concise it was. There was no fat on that whatsoever. Ten, Ten tracks. tracks, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, it was so no messing. It was brilliant. It was so concise. Mm. It was straight to the point. No mucking mm-hmm. around at all. That's what I think. That's what I loved about it so much. It's like no filler, no nothing. It was like in, out, just need, just did what you needed to do. Mm-hmm. And it banged. Seriously, there, there isn't really a UK album like that, to be honest. Other than Kano's, I'd say. I was expecting that. Just to come. so short. Yeah, Kano. Yeah, mm, but she's yeah. so early into her career that it takes a lot to make such a tightly I don't know how she made that at like 25 or yeah was it younger yeah probably around that I think she's around our age so it might have been yeah she's about 27 I think or something like that but Mm. she um if you look at her discography she's put out a lot of music you know even if it's just EPs and stuff there's a lot of projects Mm. so Mm -hmm. I mean compared to some other artists these days who kind of just drop get big on SoundCloud or something like that and then release a project within a year or two she was quite seasoned she'd been doing it for a good five years, multiple projects, but yeah, to write. I always, I'm amazed when people like younger than than us <laughs> are able to like put together something like mm. that. It's incredible. It's, it's practice, though, isn't it? it it's, it's all about your intention. If you make a whole bunch of songs and then try and make them fit together, then it's not going to sound like an album. But if you make an album, mm. it's going to sound like an album, yeah. you know. So I feel like she's always been in that project, like you said, mindset. I thought this mm-hmm. man was drinking a massive bottle of champagne, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't put that past Theo to do something like that, you know. But so yeah, definitely celebrating Simbi. Not one for Simbi. Uh, <laughs> celebrating life. But yeah, oh, no, that's most, funny. Most definitely. And um, to be honest, I don't know where how she was slipping through the cracks when you said she was releasing music in 2014 times, or you know, you know, prior to when we heard of her and her album. Maybe because she, she was didn't... mad overlooked at that time, definitely, mm. but. Listening back to some of the tracks that Sean was sharing recently, she does sound really young. Like she does mm. sound like a little girl, basically. I don't know when she finally had that woman voice. Yeah, it might have been grey area, really. I don't she know. She definitely found her voice in grey area. Like, the, the, don't mm. get me wrong. The first two, her her albums are con- like they're a yeah. good level. They're you know she's got a very um, good discography, I think. But yeah, like I said, there's just something about grey area. Like that first track, the things she's saying, the way she's saying it. Yeah, like you that said, one that I found my flow like Buster Rhymes as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. Is... was that the 101 FM or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Skippy track. Yeah, I love that one. Love that. Um, so where do we feel like she fits in the scene? Like, if you think about the different sort of subgenres of hip hop over here, rap, like what what lane is she in? I think it's rude to try so, to do that to her, especially with this latest album. I think yeah. it's rude. Like, it doesn't make sense. She's in that Tyler. Like, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's got her own genre, right? Like, I'm looking mm. at the list. Drill, no. Rap, a little bit. Nope, grime, yeah. mm, Afro swing, I guess. Hip hop, well, technically, if it's rap, then it's also kind of hip hop. But she's none of those. It, her album sounds like its own thing. It almost sounds oh, yeah, this, yeah. nostalgic yeah, exactly. in places. In its own, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's in multiple own influences. Mm-hmm. Multiple sounds, multiple influences, but... It I fits in the hip hop industry, that's for sure. Yeah. Like oh, hip hop. Yeah. I'm talking like US hip hop yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Well, I was gonna say I feel like she's 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 number one in the sort of UK hip hop lane to me, I think. 
Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's too limiting, though. That, no, like, no, 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 not, not to limit. Not no, not to limit. I feel what you're saying. I, I just mean, yeah, I just mean, like, if you think about it, if you think like with Drill, Heady One, I guess, is kind of like the poster child. We love people like Unknown T and Millions and that as well. If you're talking, I mean, Grimes, it's hard to talk about Grime at the minute. It's so it's dormant and that. But if you go like Jay Huss with Afro Swing, um, I would say it would have been someone like Nines for like the sort of rap, sort of road rap, whatever you want to call it. She's hip hop to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not I'm not trying to limit her, but I feel like there's in that sort of lane. She says herself that her music's rooted in hip hop. She's number one, mm. like, without question. And there are other names. I'll, I'll talk about people like Loyal Karner and stuff like that. But Dual Sims is number one. When you think Kano way. fits into that as well, though? Well, Kano, I was thinking when I said Grime there, I would say like the people to me that are kind of holding the torch of Grime are the vets. So like him and Getz are mm. like progressing Grime to new levels, in my opinion. Um, there are some people like there's people like Mez and I guess Jams and people like that that are still doing it underground and make make good grime music. But um, like I say, I feel like that scene is dormant and has been for a little while. Um, but then when you hear an album like Hoodies All Summer or or uh, Conflicts of Interest, it's like that's where you, we I think we all wanted grime to go. Where exactly. these guys that were spraying mm. it up on radio back in 2003 or whatever like that's where you want to see them sort of 15 20 years later making that kind of music we have to admit grime grime has peaked and it will never get the the recognition it should get or wants to get because it's peaked and it's produced a new generation of artists it'd be like mm. if people were still rapping over boom bap beats going to hey, you know what i mean mm. hip-hop has progressed in america hip-hop or grime whatever you want to call it rap based music over here has progressed and it's produced Jay Husses, Little Sims, so many different types of varied ice. And I'd like to say mm. we definitely have more musical rappers over here than we have like rapper rappers. And Little Sims is a, you know, a musical rapper. She's actually mm. constructed mm -hmm. a, a piece of work here as opposed to just yeah. said some shit on some beats. Absolutely. 100%. But with what you're saying about Kano, Kano doesn't have worldwide appeal yet or right now anything everything he's done has been great for the uk but like what little sims has done here and maybe a little bit with her previous albums has worldwide appeal like venom the new one coming out is using mm. her song yeah you know what i mean yeah, that's yeah. that's global i don't know many other yeah. uk artists even though i hate separating us we have to in this case i don't know many other uk artists have done such a big film you know I mean? millions of people will see that film and so millions of people will be listening to that song yeah i think kano like it's almost like his feet sort of he sort of dabbled. Like he had the he got the Jay Z co-sign early, didn't he? So there must have been a tiny bit of buzz around that time. But I know what you mean. It didn't transcend. Like I feel like with Little Sims, she's always been working with with US artists. She's, I mean, she got a Kendrick Lamar shout out fairly early on. She went on tour with Lauren Hill. I think she toured with Anderson Pack. Um, and then even like coming back to over here, she did a big tour with the Gorillas as well. And that's like a huge fan base. Wasn't she I mean? on that's that like, album? Yeah, yeah, she was on there as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So she's de she's one of those ones where she's not a household name, but she's big and she does multiple things as well. Like, I mean, we've seen her. She's in Top Boy as well. I haven't even said yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, she's in Top Boy, but it, it is true though because um, a lot of Americans have reacted to Little Sims' music because she has dabbed her way over there and she's like more well known. Whereas mm. if you're comparing it to Kano, you say Kano to a lot of Americans, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know his name, sadly. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, so I mm. think, but it's still, you can't deny that the, the groundwork that Kano put in 
is what has allowed. Do you know what I mean? She's standing oh, on the shoulders of giants 100%. type thing. She, she, it's not like she's oh, just yeah, yeah. bust through yeah. on her own doing her own things. It's completely no, no, no. like someone has to take the first couple steps so the next person can, you know what I mean, take the next few steps. And it's just 100%. how it's they they laid down too. Yeah. Yeah. They she laid credits the foundations well. down. So, mm. but, she, but even on a personal level, she credits him. Like she said that since early that Kano's been sort of like, helping her out and giving her advice. And I think he put her in contact with, um, what's his face from the Gorillas? I think he, Damon or what, I can't remember his name. Um, and sort of hooked that up as well. Because Kano is, I think, behind the scenes, really respected and, and knows a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? He's you never always... hear a bad word about Kano, do you? Which is no, interesting. No, man is an OG, that's why. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. It's, it's weird to, to think that you hear bad things about every other person, but I've never really heard a bad word about Getz or about Kano. What about Rhett really either? But that's a different one because we already spoke about Yeah, Rhett. some OGs, man. I just so they care why. about music. Hold, holding, holding down, holding down the fort, man. They do that. That is that is one very good point because they do care about music, and that's probably why people don't have a bad thing to say about them. The other people in the industry, I don't know. I don't think they give a shit as much, but them three especially, they care about oh the music. Uh, obviously, Jamie as well. But Jamie's very open. Yeah, with what he cares about, yeah. he'll this tell you. It's different though. He's a yeah. bit more contained in like that gram sound. Oh, Jamie's mm. is is literally. The the, yeah. the the king of the grime scene. You can't tell exactly. us any yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, mm. <laughs> he has changed in 10, 15 years. He's the same guy, man. So shout out to him. Grime scene was hard as well. I didn't listen to the album. Yeah. Yet. The fact it wasn't on streaming, then it was on streaming. I was like, aha. So you realize- It was a hard release. Plan, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into the album then. So I guess, well, it says it in the title. In Being an introvert, introversion, introversion was like the main theme of this. How did we feel about the kind of the concept of like little Sims versus Simbi and like how that was conveyed? Did we like that? Oh, I loved it. I mm. loved it because I feel that so many people have that, like being introvert, but you've got this other side of you inside that is dying to come out and you want to be able to break through in that world where you're not so, I don't know, shy, reluctant, it, yeah, introvert, but then realizing that when you get to a stage later on in life, it's okay. And you don't have to, I don't know, you don't have to, you don't always have to be like an extrovert. Like you, you can marry the two together. The, there's the balance there. I think it was brilliant. I, I related to it a lot. So it, I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And people who struggle with that will really relate to it and really hit home. Cause there's certain songs on this album that hit seriously at home for me. And it was just amazing. Mm. Kieran, were you going to say something? No, I feel like I have said it better than like, <laughs> yeah. like I was reading my mind. That was... Trust that me, was you it. can tell yeah. when a man's done prep because I was thinking to myself, I, I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was like... I, I was just thinking, in, in hindsight though, uh, I was listening to therapy and she says, still an introvert, still my feelings hurt. And I was thinking like, that's actually mad. She planted the seed from early mm, and yeah. then just yeah. went deep into it. Yep. I, do you know yes. what? Again, back to that interview with Target, there was so much like manifestation that she was saying so many things that have like and then when i was listening to the earlier music as well it's like there's a real lineage like of how we've got to this point Like she was talking about in the interview about how um you know she can get up on stage and perform in front of all these people and you know be the most confident in the room and all that but then when she got into sort of business meetings or just like meeting fans and that she kind of was like i don't really know what the fuck to say i don't know how to say things and all this sort of stuff um, and she was talking about potentially talking about that more and about her personal relationships more later in her career and that and being ready for it. 
And she also started to, when she was talking about just going back to grey area, she was talking about recording that album and then she mentioned grey area, right? She said it out loud. And then Target was like, have you got a, a title for the album? She was like, no, nah, not yet. I'm just thinking about it. But she was already like, discuss- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was already, she already had it, but she hadn't, you know, thought of it as the title and that. But um, no, I agree, Ben. I, I mean, from the first line of the album, there's a war. Do you know what I mean? From then on, the whole way through. I was thinking to myself, maybe the title of the album is less of a like, something she's thought about a lot and it's something that's always been in her head. Do you see what I mean? Because if it's constantly happened throughout all her other projects, maybe this is just like the best version of all what she said before with a new bit of whatever sprinkled in because it's like, it seems like she's a very sure person. I think she's perceptive. Like she's, I saw her somewhere. I don't know where it was. Like she enjoys being in a position of like power, like performing to like thousands of people at a stage, as opposed to like talking to a room full of just 10 people. And like, they're kind of like, she's in a lower position than having to like appeal to these 10. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just integral to everything about her and what she decides to cover on this album. It's also like a comfort zone. I feel she finds that comfort and being that, that person when she's in like front of like thousands of people, but then there's also a frustration as in herself as in to think, why am I this comfortable? Why can I be this confident and amazing? And the real me is what she thinks comes out in that moment. But when it comes to another situation, I go back to my introvert sort of stage. And why is that happening when I know what I can, I know what I'm capable of because you hear it in some of the interviews. It's like, no, I, I want to be the best me. I want the best version of me to come out. But why does that version not come out? And it's that mm. constant battle with herself, almost battle conflict, demons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the wars that, as well. You know that kind of um, that posh sort of cinematic voice that she's mm. talking to. Do you think that's in her head, or do you, or do you think that's someone else? Or what do you think that is? I think it's a different Ooh, side of her. A, that is a. It's not one question. thing, you know. It is. It's a few things because oh, they all yeah. sound right. Mm. I think I think it's all her, but I'm not saying it's like you know, like Kendrick has his little squeaky voice, and then uh, mm. Tyler has his low voice. I feel like it's just her making it audibly clear to us that this is a different side of her speaking, as opposed to changing right. up how she's rapping. Might as well just make the voice or the mm. accent kind of a bit audibly different. Like she's talking to herself, definitely. Oh, she's definitely talking to herself. Yeah. She's yeah. talking to other people That's clear. with like a different accent to like appeal to them like in like this is your voice kind of thing, not mine as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's like um, having that other she, side other side to you. Sorry, that other side to your head because I'm not gonna lie, I know I'd, i I have it. And that's a, again why I relate. It's funny how th- there's that different voice, but it's like talking to that other side of yourself in your head and wondering what's going on. So again, I relate to that. I relate a lot to this album, I'm not gonna lie. Alexander T. Jeez, <laughs> give that man a bomb. Give that man all the bomb. <laughs> Alexander um, T in the house. I guess the other thing I wanted to ask before moving on a bit more. Was, did we pick up on any other themes? Because introversion and the sort of inner conflict is is the obvious one. I mean, it says it in the title and it's very explicit, but did we pick up on any other things with the album? Self-discovery? Like, mm. or like, I guess that's self-appreciation, but also that appreciation then, because like, you know, she's a woman, she's black, she's all this kind of stuff. So she's appreciating herself and she's also kind of throwing it back out to the rest of the women that look like her or that, that have been through what she's been through. The, obviously, the, the obvious track to point out would be is woman. You know how she says, mm. you know, 
Ghana women got the prettiest hair or whatever she says. Sorry, I, I don't know the lyrics that well, but do you know what I mean? She's, she's, I don't know the lyrics that well on that one. That's not my <laughs> tune that I'm listening to. It's not for me, but definitely self-appreciation and, and kind of spreading that that self-love. And it feels genuine. You know how some people try to do that track for the ladies or for that group of people and it feels mm. contrived? Mm. That song actually feels genuine. Yeah, I get you. It's not relatable, obviously, but um, it, it feels authentic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's enjoyable from an objective point of view. Like, yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. she's barring on it. 100%. 100%. It is barring on it. The drum beat catches you. Throughout. Everything about it catches Swank. you. And then you start listening to lyrics. You go, these lyrics aren't for me, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's just cold. I guess the, the theme that I picked up on, again, another sort of quite obvious and general one was family and just relationships, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear, well, whether it's something like I love you, I hate you to some of the, the skits or the interludes where we've got the cousin and we've got, I, I don't know if at the beginning, the one between introvert and, no, sorry, the one we hear at the end of woman, I'm not sure who that is, whether that's uh, a mum or a friend or just a friend. Oh, she's relative. saying, I wish you'd just you pick, up pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of that in here. Isn't, isn't one of the mm-hmm. verses on Little Q about the uh, her cousin from a dad. I think it's about somebody else. Like, yeah, yeah. family. It's, it's, it's all. It's all. A, um, it's all the cousin's perspective. All of it. The whole track is the whole cousin's thing, perspective. Yeah. Whole, whole, whole of it is. At yeah, first, yeah. when I was listening to it, I thought it was Little Sims. Then I realised that no, it's Little Sims um, rapping on her cousin's perspective. All of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that leads me on to the next question, which is: Is this her most personal album? Hundred oh, percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Easy. Yeah, it, it, no there's doubt. Got some, yeah, there's too many deep, deep areas that is this oh, so, so deep, so personal. Exactly, mm. and like they link as well. It's not. It's not just like yeah. oh, one track about her sister, one track about her dad. Like I feel like they all interlink as well. Yeah, there's there's a there's a narrative in there of just her life. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it starts. It starts out with this kind of like grand opening. And then it's just like main event after main event, which you don't normally get in many albums where you have multiple main mm. events. But this album, for me, it's like, it, it, go, it doesn't go up and down. It just keeps edging up and then it ends, which yeah. is a, a very, mm-hmm. oh, not I wouldn't say uncommon feeling, but that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, I, I went on first listen when I got to, when she said on stand innovation, I feel like I need a stand innovation. I had to stop. <laughs> I had to just stop. I was like, this is, this is mad. Almost every yeah. single track was epic in like a different way. Cinematic and in the, as fuck. the grand production. I was like, this is like some Jay-Z in his prime. Like yeah. she was just so in her bag on that song. And but then that- every song before that was the same. Like mm. I'm listening to flipping Little Q part two and hearing the the sort of la 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 la. Like it's like Kanye West, early Kanye West stuff. I'm like, <laughs> what is yeah. going on, man? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Introvert sounded like James speed. Bond as well. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. But that, what are you saying, that tra- No, I was saying <laughs> that transition from speed to standing ovation, uh, ovation still gets me every single time. Because <laughs> standing ovation is, is too just, much. <laughs> oh, it's just unbelievable. You have speed and you're like in that moment. And then it just got, and like Sean says, that uh, isn't that the opening lyric where she says, I think I need a standing ovation? No, no, no. Opening lyric, though. Opening lyric, there's a war she outside. Goes, no, no, she goes, no, why wait for an applause? I'll wait or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and like then it link, yeah, yeah. it links to the yeah, final yeah, verse, yeah. isn't it? Where she's yeah, like, I think I need to stand innovation. Who said that in that way, that sort of I'll wait? Which rapper was that? Why can I not remember? Jay-Z. Someone's... It sounds a bit like Jay-Z, it right? It sounds like Hove. It? it is Jay-Z. Yeah, it's Hove, definitely. So there's where I'm definitely getting the feeling Hove. from. I think Jay-Z says I need a round of applause though. 
But no, no, there's something. I'm, no, I'm sure the first lyric sure. is there's a war, you lying bastards. No, we're, we're talking about <laughs> standing ovation. Oh, right. Right? It's okay. <laughs> Right. Someone said introvert. Someone said introvert. That's how I was Googling. I was thinking, that's not no, sounding that's right it. in it was, my head. There's a sad point in it. She says, she says, why the desperate need, need for, for applause? applause? Oh, wait. Ooh. wait. Ooh, She's not yeah. even reaching for it. She's not even like, I need my, my, you know, I need that's what my I mean. She's saying you guys want to give me this thing. It's dope. But then she oh, demands it at the end. She demands it. Like, I think I need a standing ovation. She says in, towards the end, isn't it? It's almost yeah, like yeah, Kanye yeah. level braggadocia, though. It's like you know no, what disgusting. I need. Give yeah. it, give it to me. And if you don't want to give it to me, then I'm going to tell you, anyways. Because it's like but Kanye it's does it somewhere on yeah. Monster, is it? He goes, "I want to see your motherfucking hands." I want to. Was it something else? Yeah, no, I think you're on the right lines. Is it? I can't remember what's. Yeah, no, I think you're on the right lines, though. It is Monster. I'm sure it's Monster. Yeah, but he says the same type of thing where he's like. He's basically like, I'm the best. And this is one of those, you know, when someone says they're the best and you let that, that lyric wash over your back. This is one of those mm-hmm. moments where you go, well, actually, maybe. <laughs> so maybe you are the mm-hmm. best. The stuff she's saying, man. But it's good because she referenced Kanye anyway, that she feels like Kanye. And then compared to- This is what I was going to say. There's there's quite a lot of Kanye references. I feel like yeah. there's, a, there's, there's a theme in this of like Kanye as well. Like, like Sean said, Little Q sounds like a Kanye track. She says burn and leave somewhere. She says diamonds yeah. are forever, mm-hmm. Miss Sierra Leone. And like, obviously Kanye links to that. Introvert sounds a bit like Kanye as well. It's mad. Jeez, man. Yeah, you're right oh, about the brand. Like sure. Nikki on Dark Fantasy with the yeah, interludes yeah, yeah, yeah. too. I'm just hearing mm-hmm. Kanye through this whole album. It's mad. <laughs> Still in Donda mode, that's what it is. But, oh, no, I, think it, I think it might be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but honestly, says, that's Smokey Robinson. Um, Sample as well, man. That was gas. That was gas me way too much, man. Oh, geez, Louise. One more thing before, like, we go on to like sort of production and bars, and that was do you think the because this to me was very cinematic? This one, I think that's obvious as well, like with the interludes and the, the instrumentals and things like or the instrumentation and that. Like, some of it sounded like a flipping Disney soundtrack or something like that. It was amazing. Um, do you think that enhanced it? Do you think it works for this? Because I know that's um. Not a criticism, but some people are obviously saying how compared to grey area, which was just sort of short and to the point, concise, you know, in and out. This one's obviously a lot longer. Do you think it, like I say, enhanced it or did it did it drag things out a bit? But I've heard that. No, I've heard other people it, say that as well. I think it enhances it. I don't think it drags out at all. This is like I feel like I'm a flipping movie and on a journey. Yeah, yeah. For it, me personally, it's as well. Brilliant. I love the musicality yeah. of every interlude. Yeah. Hmm. Because there's a story in it. Because Sam, you said it yeah. about the whole self-discovery thing, and, and mm. Kieran, you said about how the tracks were linking in together. Um, so I, yeah, I agree. I think the interludes helped that process. And she, I think she said in a recent interview as well, she was like, you know, it's not like grey area where you just put the the thing on front to back. Like I know some people are going to take songs away from this and they're not going to have time. Mm. But she says if you want to go on a journey, if you want to listen to a story, then this is the one for you. But that's the thing, though. Remember my complaint for most songs or most albums with interludes or skits is that they're part of a track and they can ruin it. If they're like more than like 10, 15 seconds, it can take you out of it. This, she's made them separate tracks and it it nicely sections off the album, not only visually, Hmm. but sonically, because it's like, even though the rapper that came to T is is technically a skit or an interlude, it's a full-fledged song. Same with Lil Q. And all the other interludes, they, they're full-fledged. They're not afterthoughts. But the fact she took the time to make them separate makes them valuable. Or make or makes them, for me, sit better than anything. There's else. one interlude, Gems interlude. That one 
is like an actual full-on song. I love that one so much. Mm. It's just got like a little bit in the middle of spoken word, but mm. it's crazy. Yeah, I must admit that it's, it's been it's been a lot. It's like she's listened to everything we've said that we hate about albums and just not done that. I don't know <laughs> because it's like yeah. most people seem to just always want to put the, the interludes and the skits on to the track, and yeah, it's good. But when you take it off the album, then it's a bit weird if you're driving around listening to some weird stuff. Mm. But yeah, this, for me, the interludes bang, and realistically, I only listen to this album yeah. top to bottom anyway, so I don't I don't ever feel jarred by them if that makes sense. Mm. The one I look forward to is the garden. The garden's amazing, but Beautiful, it sets man. off. It sets off each area of this album brilliantly. Mm. I feel that's why I think I like the garden so much as well because those last two songs for me, mm-mm. top tier songs. Yeah, and, I, and do you know what? Mm. I'm not going to spoil my my favorite tracks, but some people are saying that the album should have ended at "How Did You Get Here," but I no. love misunderstood. No way, no way. I've been seeing that. Nah, 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 nah. I I can hear it. I hear it. If people feel that way, I'm I'm not gonna argue it, yeah, with you because but... I understand it. But misunderstood is amazing. I I don't know how mm-hmm. you're getting mad at that's the end part. That was, oh yeah. And she said she would have regretted that. It feels like a it ends with a bang though. Do you know what I mean like a good bang? Not like you feel mm-hmm. like you've been. You know sometimes an album brings you up and it takes you down. This album just fucking shot me into the sky and I liked it. You know what I mean? Mm, it's bittersweet mm. though it doesn't feel happy or sad it feels like both i was feeling weird yeah, after i listened to yeah, it yeah it's true you, you make you raise a good point because some of the stuff she's saying on there as well it does leave you feeling a bit yeah. bittersweet it's not like, like the final verse the yeah. way it ends is just sad straight up yeah. sad mm. but this is this is why i wrote it so much because she seems so self-aware like she said that she gets it if people think that the album should have ended it how did you get here but she just said i had to I had to do misunderstood for me. Like, if anything, she goes, if I didn't make a song like that, I would have regretted it. So, um, you know, this people don't to something to that they actually. don't have to. But yeah, because she made this in um in lockdown, in it where like there was uncertainty whether like would come out of it, what was going to happen, and she said she wanted to go all in on this album and just do everything she's ever wanted to do and not hold back, so that if she never makes an album again, she could say like, this is what I've done it all on this. Yeah, she keeps that saying is... stuff like that as well, and it's worrying me a bit. She keeps like alluding to the fact that this is her last album. You're like, stop yeah. fixing this, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but some artists know when they're done. That's a good thing to do. It's not like you're admitting failure if you admit you're done. You know, mm. it's mm. it's okay to be like, that's all I have. And maybe you come back in five, ten years' time, or maybe you come back in two years' time. But it's better to say it and people not expect you to come back and you come back than not say yeah, it and just disappear. Of course, of course. But, but maybe she's conscious. This listen. is a good piece of work to end on. You won't be mad if this is the last thing she ever puts out. Because nah, it's not like yeah, it's disappointing. No, nah, but it'd be, the difference is for me is like, you see like with Nazi's King's Disease mm. uh, 2, which by the way, we may have done a disservice to, to people by not reviewing that. We may not. I don't know why do we that. didn't review uh, that. We agreed, no, no, we agreed no, that no, we're not no, reviewing no, any no, of the big no. albums because it's just, yeah, just but, pointless. It'd be a bum lick fest but, the whole time. No, the but yeah. Maybe nah, we need to do nah, a bonus King's episode. A, a shout out to Nas and King Disease 2, yeah. man. Oi, that, this that is not a Nas kiss. review. Wow. Yeah, it's not a Nas. All right, let me get to All right, I'll get to my point. I'll get to my point. I'll get to my point. So. What I mean is, is that if Nas ended on King's Disease 2, especially with that final track, Nas is good, mm. you would oh. go, that's, that's cool. Because he's done so much as well. Do you get what I mean? Whereas with Sims, it's like, I know she's four albums deep. Yeah. But she's 27. So you think there's got to be more in there. Maybe take a few years break. You know what I mean? Live some life, do a Kendrick and just, you know, whatever. He needs but, a break after this for yeah, sure. Yeah. 
She's earned yeah, it. Cause, yeah, because this feels like a sort of purge or something like that. She's just kind of got it all out. All these things that she's sort of... Think been... about the context, though. Like she said, she didn't know what the world was going to be like after COVID. So she mm. just wanted to do everything. I feel yeah. like COVID's given us a blessing and a curse, right? The blessing is that we have all these great albums. The curse is that it's made people feel like they're actually done. But that's because they haven't lived any life for two years. Let people get mm. back out there and start living life. What's Kieran laughing? <laughs> it was just funny. Well, it's no, true, though, isn't it? Let uh, people get out there and start living life again. They're going to have some more shit to say. Especially for Lil Sims after this album. After, you know, she goes on tour, she's going to realise she's definitely got more shit to say. She might even come back on that yeah, whole yeah. mafiosa flex of like, I'm the best. Ooh. I really fucking seen it. Whoa. Do you know what I'm I mean? Ready for no, that, that standing ovation yeah. energy. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll get to the bars more, but stuff like Rolling Stone as well. I need more of that. Need That's more. experimental but, but feel, as fuck though. Yeah. I yeah, like that. It's really the yeah. flow on that is dun, 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 dun. it's almost like yeah. MIA. You know what I mean? It's like it feels like riding, you know what I mean? Like riding in a car mm. late at night, it's dark, people are drunk at a high, like it feels exactly mm. like that. It's weird that you say MIA, because I was listening to the album in the car the other day and Fear No Man comes on, right? Yeah. And I was like, MIA could kill this. Mm -hmm. could, like, oh, kill yeah, she this. would. They did a she remix. Destroy that. Yeah, she, she would destroy that. Kill it. And the oh thing is with MIA, yeah, people say she fell off. She didn't fall off. She just didn't want to do it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She just did a lot, and I was like, I'm done. But it in name. People, what people weren't receiving it well. Nah, for real. <laughs> people are slow, man. That's what it is. People will listen to MIA um, in the future. And go, oh, she was sick. What happened to her? Hundred. No one listened mm. to her when she was uh, around. Yeah. She's we did that earlier this year. It was a bit mad, didn't it? I was like, wait. Their first yeah, two albums yeah. are so crazy. I like yeah, I liked her most recent album, the orange one. I forgot yeah. what it's called. I think it's called Aim. I like that album. Aim. Yeah, Aim. But that's because yeah. it had a lot more Diplo on it than the last few albums. Should we talk about the other yeah. standout on this album? The uh, the other person that needs... Inflow. No, oh, Inflow. Jeez, oh. man. I'm sorry, that production. Jesus, man. <laughs> That is actually the best rapper producer combo this year, I think. Oh, like we've got Nas and Hit Boy. What else have we got? Like we've got a few, but this is Don't forget my man, Harry Fraud and Benny. But like that's not this level. This is actually no, not, a tier above. That, to be honest, it's it's not that it's not. They don't match that level, do they? The whole thing feels nice from top to bottom because it's them the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whereas, you know, you could have a big producer like a Harry Fraud and a Hit Boy, and yes, it can work out that way. This just feels that you know they were sat in the studio together like, oh, make this like this, do this like that. Or, oh yeah, I'm feeling this, I'm going to go. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like a, my guy came with a beat, she came with the lyrics. It was a collaborative, or at least I'm guessing that this was a collaborative hmm. process. Oh, it sounded yes, like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. No disrespect to people like Alchemist with the sampling and, you know, I don't know, like a Harry Fraud with the drum machines and that. But when it's proper instrumentation and this is like, Conducting to get, I mean, this is like no beat misses. Producing. How many tracks are there? Like, there's there's so 19, many, and nine, none of them 19 miss. tracks, yeah. and there's not one bad. All of them bang crisp. in their own certain way. And and what crisp. is amazing about it is it's so versatile. There's different sounds. It's not like all one like running theme. They're all different, and they all bang. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely he he amazing. um he outdid himself because I thought Grey Area was very well produced as well. But she was saying that I think they met each other very early in her career and they didn't end up doing anything. And then they reconnected um, for Grey Area. And she said that during recording that, because of the way they would work together and how he kind of helped her 
get to the more personal stuff. She would like leave the the studio crying and stuff like that. It was like therapy sessions. And that's shit. not a bad thing. Um, that's that's bringing out no, your real self. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's why I think he deserves, you know, all, pretty much as much credit. This is mm-hmm. a, it's like a, this is a duo to me. Yeah. You know, I think like you kind of said it, Kieran. Um, but have you seen some of his production credits as well? I know um, Matt Kiwanaku. He's done all of his stuff. Yeah, yeah, basically. yeah. I knew I knew he works with him because I mean his last album was incredible. I I love that album. Mm. Love it to pieces. All um, of his albums but, though. And then you know that collective salt, that yeah. London collective that. Um, oh yeah. That yeah. apparently fl- they've released that album this year, and I flipping I don't know why I didn't get to it, but they've taken it off streaming. Nine, it's called. Um, it was on streaming for 99 days and they took it off, but I might try and buy it physical actually. Um, anyway, but he's worked with people like the Kooks, yeah, I'm Tom Odell or whatever. Has he? He's mm. well, yeah, the Kooks. newer Chip stuff, newer out. stuff with the Kooks, not not classic stuff, but yeah, still. yeah, not the no, oh, okay, fair enough, but still, still to um, venture yourself out, yeah, to different range, man. And then you think about the production on things like Point and Kill as well. Like it's just, oh, I mean, well, Point and Kill, point and kill shows, is amazing. It's like what Theo oh. said. Every vibe on this album hits perfectly, which shows me that he's a producer. We use the title producer in my eyes very loosely all the time, but this is what a producer does. A he's producer, not a beat maker yeah, at all. He's a producer. Yeah. He makes music like really, really well. Like, like a Stevie Wonder mm. does, like a, what's that guy's name? The other guy. He's an artist, isn't he? Quincy but Jones. It just happens that's the one. got vocals. Yeah, that's Quincy the exact Jones, one. Yeah. Quincy. Mm. It's like a Quincy Jones vibe of like, oh, this is the sound you need. Defo. Let me put my thing on it. It's going to sound great. And I don't, I feel like in the UK, like no word of a lie, we're definitely missing that. But this guy could be that. Mm. Yeah. I think he's the best yeah, you, producer yeah. in UK now. Like, yeah, because he's not, none of his beats sound like, oh, this is a J5 beat. This is, yes, there's a beat exactly. tag here. Nope. It, it's just, Good music, and you can't yeah, tell a Quincy yeah. Jones beat or production by anything. It just sounds like good music. Yeah, yeah, you. I agree with you. I mean, not, I, I do want to sort of. There are people that aren't, you know, quote unquote musicians or instrumentalists that I would say you might call them a beat maker, but they are producers. Because to me, that you know, when you listen to someone like Hit Boy, what he's done for Nas, when you hear like what Alchemist is doing with the transitions and all that, they are able to really sort of produce someone like they're getting the best out of people like yeah, the one yeah. that comes to mind is Boldy James like working mm-hmm. with alchemists recently has just kind of propelled him but um yeah this guy is like it's like Tyler as well Tyler plays instruments too and you can kind of hear it the beats mm-hmm. they're just a, a certain caliber Kenny Beats as well uh, it being an instrumentalist there's just something a bit different the way they put things together it's amazing amazing man um but who's the guy on what's his name on uh, point and kill Oh, it's, I can't pronounce his name. It begins with O. It's like Obs. Oh, what's his bloody name? Is he a Nigerian artist? Is he Obongia? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No? Yeah, you just got to let people do what they're doing. Yeah. I like the yeah. video for that one though. It's the one she's got the yeah. machete in it, and she's standing up to the police or something. It starts cool as well, like really cinematic and weird. Everything about this yeah. album, like I don't know if she's signed or if she's independent, but the budget on this whole rollout that we had, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. All the videos feel like... Who can announce an album like six months of early as well and still deliver? That I was, know. I was not expecting that's, it. That's, that's what had us all worried yeah. though. We were like, these videos are yes. great. Okay. Yeah, these singles are okay. Not okay, but you know what I mean? We're thinking, are you giving us the best of the album right here? And, and then... I was not sure what the album was going to be. With those four yeah, pre-singles, exactly. I was baffled. No. Yeah, it all come together though. But yeah, that guy, well, I, I can't pronounce his he's, name. He sounds yeah, like he's a West Nigerian. African Pharrell. Yeah. That, that's what he sounds like to me. Pharrell yeah. vibes big time. But um, 
I want to hear more of Is that the one where he's like, they're going to stop me or they're not going to stop me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're stop me. Point and kill. Yeah, Big. Big. Amazing. Yeah, I want to. I saw them perform together on Tiny Desk as well. Great chemistry. I hope he comes out when we go see it. Really do. You can afford him. But she said, back to this, what you said about the, um, what's it called? You said about the, the visuals and things like that. When she, did anyone else see the the interview with Fantano or Needle Drop? I think oh, you did, Kevin. Yeah, you listened to that it. That guy's bad. Yeah. That guy's so completely he, bad. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. He no, said no, no. some outrageous <laughs> things. We say outrageous things, but we actually mean them. I think he says them for just just to piss people off. And he's, he's done too much. Shit. Oh yeah, look, we'll never forget that what he gave uh, Twisted Fantasy. That's just, oh man, that, that, that's six out of um, ten. No, man. no, that's, that's what yeah. made everything yeah. he says and does invalid. Out of ten, <laughs> and he reviewed yeah. it twice. By the way, reviews it twice. Yeah, he goes back and re-reviews things. I reckon he was unwell. He had to be like you still know, unwell. Can't be yeah, how can you how can you be unwell twice, man? You can't review this <laughs> album twice. No second chances. Six six no, no. I can give it six out of ten. How can you be something else? He was done. He was I, I was done with him when he was still called Needle Drop. Now he's he called Fantano. I don't even know who the fuck that is. It's, you know what I mean? He's irrelevant. But if you man said he did a good interview with Little Sims, I believe nah, he's, nah, he's it's because when Sims talks, it's sick. He asks weird questions, to be fair. Like she goes on this rant about something or like a little monologue in it. Yeah. And then he'll be like, right, next question. And it's just like, nah. He's, yeah, he's he's quite like, no, nah, I think he's quite new to the interview game. So he's he's not got that flow yet i think i think he he seems a bit you give it in the past well. yeah <laughs> no because yeah, sean, no, sean said like, he hates zane low no. but zane low is a good conversationalist but nah, nah, nah. sean's like zane. Zane <laughs> you said you said zane doesn't nah, go nah. anywhere he's just talking bears like that's what you said no no i don't hate zane low but zane low interviews are the safest interviews ever he just it's a conversation every... sean you don't dig into nah, people's nah. personal life in a conversation nah. No, he bum licks so no only kanye sometimes you got sometimes you've got to challenge people Sometimes you've got to challenge him. Who really. should he have challenged? He Go and talk. Never so who should he have challenged it more? Listen, the way the way Kanye West was talking in those interviews, <laughs> imagine he challenged him. That would have been amazing. Yeah, but... Another uh, sway moment. That's exactly what you wanted. And that's not what it ever was going to be because Zayn no, was look, he's sat very back good. in his chair just like, all right. Oh, okay. All right. That's yeah, all he was yeah, doing. You can tell, but you can tell he's from that generation. He was cut. He's come up in TV and he's probably learned like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know his story, but he's... He's safe. He's very safe. Um, but th- yeah. then you, you're rating Fantano and you just said he can't interview. So where are we going from here, man? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. No, <laughs> no I, don't rate, I don't rate Fantano as, a, as an interviewer yet, but he's, he's branching out. He's branching out. And he's the, uh, what he does, he's the biggest and we can't deny that. He's, it's not you know, to he's me. He's got a huge... The grey is the base. biggest. But, but anyway, what I, was, what I was trying to say is he, he asked a question at the end about what's next. Like, what, what, what do you feel you can do more? or something like that and sim said she wants to be able to make the whole the whole album experience cohesive she was like not just the music but the videos and the the live show and the merch and this and that she wanted everything to be pieced together and i kind of feel like she's done that with this she yeah i don't know why she's she, not yeah, rating exactly. that yeah that's mm, what she's she definitely done that with maybe she wants yeah. to perfect it because your first attempt at something is never going to be your best and, mm. and if anything mm. each album might have been a, a practice in certain things do you know what i mean like it was like, okay, this time I'm practicing album crafting. Okay, this time I'm practicing instruments. And this time I'm practicing everything all together. And she might feel like the next time is the time where she can probably afford to do it better. Because like I said, I don't know if she signed what kind of 
label deals or budget she has. It wasn't on. on a major label. This isn't a major label uh, album. I feel I feel like she's on that label that Sony have bought recently, which is yeah, yeah. It was the fourth best label of this country, I think. Rebel something, yeah. no. I don't know. Nah, I think it begins with R. Oh, we, we well, it it. R remember that I sent that article in the group it? ages ago about how her, her her record label fucked up or something. That's what like it was. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's two labels. There's Age 101, which I think is. Yeah, hers. I was about to say Age. Yeah. And then there's A Wall with A W A L. Yeah. Um, I think it's that one. I think, I think so. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> what was that saying? Either way, maybe she feels like the budget <laughs> she's got right now can't facilitate. Can't facilitate the shows Ooh. and the merch. Somehow she, she got in Nat- Natural History Museum, though. That must have been a mad budget. Nah, nah, that's fairly yeah, cheap I think to get in well, I think you can get into the Natural History Museum for free and to record if you do it early in the morning. Because I, I know it was COVID, though. No, that, no, but I know people that have performed in there. Oh. And you think in your head, like, oh, this must be mad expensive. And I asked oh. them and say it was free. I was like, hell? What? Maybe they can't charge you because it's like a government building or some shit like that. I don't know. The bars. The bars. I would like to say shout out to the, the last bit of bars on i love you i hate you oh god there's I mean, a, there's a... one there's one distinctive line that is just oh god on that song is it the sperm donor line because that yeah, one got man. me that, 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 one, like... yeah, that <laughs> one hit me hard man yeah, that line man. is powerful it's Jesus. this this ending sequence of everything is a choice and anything can be said is you missing the point are you hearing me vent or is you Ain't understanding. Know where my words will connect. I keep you in my prayers because life is short as we know. Every mistake you make should contribute to your growth. What you choose to avoid will probably come in your dreams. I'm not forgiving you, man. I'm forgiving for me. And sometimes Ooh. I hate you. And it goes back into the sample. I was like, yeah, that's that's a whole yeah, different that's, ending that's, bit. That's, yeah, that's powerful, man. Oh, that's, that, that that's damning bit, though, isn't it? That's damning. Jesus. The whole song is a madness, yeah? Because it's yeah. like, the way she flows in and out of the sample, yeah? Her first verse ends and it goes back to the I love you, right? Mm. Then the second verse ends, it goes back to I love you. But on this one, the last verse, it's like, I hate you. And it's like, ooh. And then the way it ends on that nice little bah, 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 bah. Mm. Yeah. Abrupt. Um, yeah, she, she said something else in that interview as well about that song, about how she didn't want to make it because she didn't want to feed her dad's ego. And I just thought, what the fuck? Like, it's deep, could... isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's deep. That is just... just. Like she said she wasn't ready to confront it herself, but also she was like, I don't know if I want him to kind of know that I'm still writing about him. And it was like, wow. There's a, there's a lot going on there. Hell of a lot. So that goes back to um, what we were saying earlier. Is this her most, most personal album? Probably. If she's having those thoughts going into it about, oh, I don't want to yeah. write about my dad anymore, this kind of stuff, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing with it, something that I found going back to the beginning, what we were talking about, the sort of the inner conflict and little Sims versus Simbi, I feel like she kind of conveyed that with her voice at times as well. Like for, especially with something like Rolling Stone, where that really felt like the little Sims mm-hmm. side of her, where she's just sort of flossing and, you know, talking about all these sort of fancy things and whatnot. And she just checked, her voice was completely different in that one. Even the delivery she, as well. She does mm. that in Point and Kill as well. Like she fits into the world of each song she's in. And mm. Some worlds are so different to other ones. Like and she doesn't kills. mince her words is one thing I want to say. Yeah. We, we have uh-huh. this thing about clarity and all this kind of stuff. I don't even think we, even need to, we should mention it, but we have to because it's, it's something we always celebrate other people doing. She doesn't mince any of her words and the delivery on everything is, is what Kieran was saying. I know I cut into you, Kieran, but the delivery on most songs 
I want to say all of them, but most in my eyes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's she did it on grey area and she's done it on this as well. It's just like she's kind of you know perfected the craft. But then I thought on two worlds apart as well. I felt like that was more of the sort of little Sims vibe, even like in the first couple of lines where she said something like, "No, you see the confidence. Believe me, I am wavy." And she was doing it in that little mm-hmm. slick voice with it. Oh, yeah, so good, man. So good. Um, there was another thing I picked up on in this. If I feel like she, maybe she feels like she's she's saying stuff about how she, people want her to put down the pen. Or like people are kind of talking about her behind her back, but have a different energy in front of her. I don't know if anyone picks up on that. Um, no, yeah, I heard yeah. that. And yeah, you, you you felt that because doesn't even that link to like protect my energy? Like when she goes into that mm. and there's like some mad wavy vibe, and you see how that sound is Very amazing wavy. because that's her that's her energy. I thought it was dope that it, she went onto that, but that I did pick up that as well. But that's why I think it links onto that song as well. Cause she's feeling like people are trying to attack her for certain bits and that. Yeah. yeah, put 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 down your pen. You're not you're not this and that. And it, yeah, mm. I definitely got that vibe. I can't remember what song it was, but I picked it up. It could be a jealousy thing, because why would you not think this person's one of the best, if not the best person that you've come across you in a long preach. time? If you listen to music and you like music, you cannot deny this is a great album. You'd be lying to yourself after this one though. You, like Grey Area, I can see why someone might be like, mm, I'm not sure. But this one, it's a mature album. It's 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 yeah. got a good theme. It's not everybody can listen to this album and find a song on it that makes them think, ooh, or feel a bit. Oh, 100 exactly. It's not too deep into the roadside where it's unrelatable. And if it does get into the roadside stuff, it's so graphic that you're visualizing it in your head. So even if you have no mm. awareness or or any kind of experience of that type of stuff, you feel like just like when you watch a film and you believe that you've seen fucking Mordor and all them mad fantasy places this does that it takes you yeah, to yeah. different worlds mm. but I thought about this a bit deeper enough and it and um it goes back to something you said Kieran as well about her writing this in lockdown and things like that and I thought is this just sort of like again part of the sort of inner conflict is she just making this up in her head like because she's got this shit going on she's like kind of creating this sort of situation because oh, my- I'm thinking to myself if she if because of covid she's not going to have been to many places like industry wise in mm. the last 12 to 18 months where people are going to be that fake i might be wrong i could be completely off so i started thinking to myself is it just like part of the sort of issue she's going through in her head where she's kind of it's maybe it's like she's doubting herself but she's projecting it onto like other rappers or the rest of the industry do you get what i'm saying i don't could know it, could maybe it just I'm, be the definitely female paranoia rapper could it be the female rapper paranoia thing? yeah because because you know people always say? say female rappers oh women shouldn't rap blah 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 it's not hard all this kind of, it could oh, be a bit yeah, of that's that good point because that's that's she's always got that the, tune fear no man as well that's yeah. the thing she's got that whole that energy is always there because there's always that subsect of rap fans hip-hop fans that say shit like that it's like that's really not the case and if you're already dividing female rapper male rapper then you're already losing because good rap is good rap yeah. good hip-hop is good hip-hop you know mm. the same people that love jay-z most likely love Nicki Minaj because they're both great rappers. But the people that go, oh, she's yeah. a girl. It's like, yeah. Just, just t- tells yeah, us what yeah. your fucking life is like. It's sad. Yeah, exactly. So she's clearly not bitter towards the scene as well. Like she shouts out Heddy on it, doesn't she? She says like, oh, that was nice. She says, know. listening to Heddy getting gassed in the mountains or something oh, like that. Oh, what, like, yeah. what is that? That's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think she cares, then, which is a great place to be in. I feel like she actually doesn't care about the game, which sounds rude, but it's like, why should you care about the game? You're you're part of the game. You're you're just She's running bigger your own than race. the game though mm-hmm. as well. Like the game, I think she said something in the Fantano interview where it was like 
she she decided to just stop talking about just London stuff. I don't know if it was about other people or about herself. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Actually, I think that was on. She's doing an album breakdown on her YouTube right now. She says a lot. Oh, on she that is. One. Yeah, she is. She's she doing says so many things on that. It's so, it's it's mad. But yeah, she says she's just talking bigger than London, like bigger than the city she's in. She's talking global stuff and yeah. internal stuff as well. I think that's where yeah. the best music can come from. Is is within, Oof. which is where the introvert side of things probably makes that because even people that say they're extroverted and whatever everyone has introverted moments or introverted oh 100 that's why the that's, album yeah. title was perfect exactly. yeah it hits as soon hard. as i read it i was like wow this <laughs> i was no one said this before like this mm. sometimes you do in it you just feel that way just want to be on your mm. own that doesn't mean you hate everybody yeah. or anything like that it's like it's no, want to be on my own man no exactly be alone yeah. or well, you don't want to talk right yeah yeah edit the <laughs> fuck out of that <laughs> I w- I'm going to skip actually to something I've written down, but because I've just, just got to talk about it. Is it time to start calling her one of the greatest of all time? It's a bit undeniable. Or is really, it too, yeah. too Yeah, too, undeniably. Yeah. I mean, I, I started thinking that at Grey yeah. Area, to be fair. Like, that album was hard. Really? That album oh, Grey Area is amazing. Yeah. It... That's a feat that not a lot of people... Like, mm. like in, our, in our list we made, we only put Kano's album above it. Do you know what I mean? For good reason. Because that album is hard. <laughs> little spoiler, little spoiler. I'm not pissed at that. I'm thinking of my own point. I'm but, saying. Bro, mm. if I'm honest, the second I heard this album, right, and bearing in mind, this was coming off the back of listening to Kanye's album, hearing J. Cole's album, Tyler the Creator's album, whatever else had come out, right? And all the other albums that have come out in between that, right? I've still really liked this album. And for me to like an album and then not want to take songs off of it is is very rare and special thing. Like I don't, I actually don't like to hear individual songs off the album, which makes you arguably the album of the year. If I'm not taking songs off and I'm just listening to the album, mm. that would give you the premise that this is album of the year rather than best songs of the year. Album mm. I've already said it. I've already said it's my album of the year. This is just top to bottom. Oy, oy. Because be, I've already said because what what Sam is saying is what I do as well. Like sometimes I can listen to I don't know sections of um, albums or pick certain individual songs of the album um, of albums, and I've done that with albums that I've considered album of the year this year. I can't do that with this album. I have to listen to it top from bottom. Have to. It's, it's just. Mm. There's no starting point I want to like get from other than introvert, really and truly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, ex- exactly. But that's the start. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I, do you know what, it feels rude when you because I tried it. I tried to jump in. I thought, oh, I like two worlds apart. Let me it's jump too in. Too rude. I was just yeah. like, ah, oh, but I need to be brought up. Then I need to ride through woman, and then I need to be where I'm at. Otherwise, I've just exactly. I, I feel like I'm. You know what I mean? I've I've got my fucking trousers on, but I haven't put my socks on yet. Type thing. It just feels a bit odd. It was weird though because in the pre-singles, like. I, I listened to I Love You, I Hate You just on repeat that first day when it came out. I wasn't feeling any weird kind of way like, oh, I don't know what's before this yet and stuff like that. So I don't know what changed yeah. when the album dropped, but... I don't remember what I listened was... to first. I think I listened to Woman and... Uh, what's the other one? Rolling Stone. But then apart from that, I think I stopped. As soon as Sean told us the album oh, was coming wow. out, I stopped listening to singles because I was like, I need to hear it in context. Well, that's what that's what I did. But I listened to Rolling Stone, I listened to Introvert, and I listened to I Love You and uh, I Hate You. But I refused to listen to Woman because I was like, I can't listen to all these singles, man. I don't want to ruin the um, album. Even though if I did listen to Woman, it wouldn't have ruined the album at all. But I didn't know what was in store. I couldn't avoid Woman. Woman was everywhere. 
the, the video kept coming up as a as an advert on Insta. The video yes, yeah, it was a good advert. Yeah. yeah, I had to click it because it looked so like opulent. I was like, I have to see this. It's a big moment, isn't it? I feel like she she seemed like the most important UK artist. I can't think of any other one, you know, in any genre actually this year. Someone it, try and mention one because I can't. No, no, it no. feels big what she's done. It it feels mm. big. It might it might not be big, but it feels big. And maybe retrospectively, people go, "Oh no, this was a big turning point." But it feels massive what she's doing. I think, I think Gets getting number two was a big moment as well. That was big, is. but this is yeah. bigger. Gets this is, is actually deeper bigger level than of his career. You. Didn't she get like number three or something? I don't know, but I just I've, I'm trying to think back because with Gets as well, there's I mean he's. He's been around for a long time, I think, especially for like the Grime fans, seeing him to get, you know, get to where he's got to. That was incredible. But I get you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, I guess the one thing I'd say is, is that I think at the very least, very least, she is one of the best that we have and uh, is on track to maybe be the greatest. Okay. It, it, but, it got to number um, four on the UK albums chart, which is not, a, you know what I mean? Still very good. Yes, yeah, not something to too. look down He's on. not a major label artist. You've got to remember no. that. Yeah, she went number one in UK independent albums and obviously in R&B albums. Yeah, but yeah. why does hip hop go in R&B? Why don't you just give a hip hop category? Like, Yeah. I don't even so think anything's R&B that. on this. No, Actually, like, that's I don't think anything on this. The Gets' no. album went number one in R&B as well. Like, it's just, just throw all the black music it's, in there. It's, it's a bit stupid. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so dumb. Yeah, I, I think it's album saying, I think, I think she, I think, like I say, she's at very least one of the best over here. I think, I'm looking at this now, I think she's two albums in a row now, she's knocked it out of the park. She's approaching the sort of like what we're seeing with Tyler at the moment. His yes. run. If it's Kendrick, one more album yeah. like this, yeah, then wow. Yeah. If, what, yeah. if she does one more, then I've got to put her up there with Kendrick, Outkast, Kanye, a Tribe, yeah. Tyler, people like that. She has to be. Mm-hmm. Should we uh, should we dig into the nitty gritty then? Favorite tracks, scores, all Have that. Have we finished discussing whether she's the best artist? Of all time, I think she might have already she, she, overtaken she, she, Kano. Yeah. You know, let's no, be no. real. Take it out of the UK. I'm saying take it out of the UK. Oh, okay, yeah, she, she, she's of up all there, time. Right? Let's, let's say yeah. we're doing a long list and a short list. The long list is 100. The short list is 50 to 25. Yeah, I Look, say this album makes it undeniable. This album makes yeah, it undeniable. Now. This, al- this album makes it short. Short list of of let's let's bracket it a little bit because you can't compare classics to what's going on now, right? Hmm. Short list of things that have come out in the last. 15, 20 years, this is in my top 25. Oh, easily uh, for me. Like, come on, maybe higher, you know. 25. Yeah, it might be uh, I'm giving the brackets. Yeah. I'm giving the brackets. I'm not saying where it is in easily. my... It's in the top 10 for me, but like, you know what I mean? I'm just saying she could be one of... This is one of the best oh. albums of this century. Uh, we're we've one just, we've just, we've just walked uh, into, but I feel you on yeah. that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just looking back over the discography and to be honest... With, probably doing a disservice not mentioning the others because Curious Tale is a good debut project. It's a good album. Um, Stillness in Wonderland is is an improvement and it's a strong album as well. And in Grey Area is obviously like we're talking one of the like one of the greatest we've seen. Mm. Um, and then this one as well, you've got to put it right up there. Whether it's uh, whether it's better than Grey Area, I'm I'm still undecided, but it's it's strong. Like as in it's it's really strong. She's really getting strong. better and better. So uh, I just want to not sure about it. Be- yeah, we're like I'm surprised, you know. There's 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 I'm, no I'm, like, I'm confused I'm sure about like the production on this yeah. inflow. Nah. How nah, can you, you even say that? Have you listened to um have you listened to Grey Area recently? Though? I have, yes. but inflow yes. on this album back to back. 
had to listen to it back to back, Sean, just so to clarify. I just think this one's a lot, probably it's because oh, this one's deeper. That's why the, the mm-hmm. production is just unbelievable. Yeah, I feel like I we're all definitely suckers for, for a more yeah. personal album than like storytelling. A, a, yeah, album. It's just, it's an album crafted, isn't it? Yeah. I get you. I get you. I think I'm still, I'm still in that. F- I, I still do that thing where I have to give something time. I'm always like that. Gray area, of, you know. I just do it. I, I can't. I can't unless something. Something has got to be like just on a on another planet. But so, on, so. I love you. I hate you. There's nothing yeah, on gray area that Jesus, matches that. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. That's a, a, but deep, from front to oh. back, the gray area is just you know. It's a, a short different album. Albums. It's a short album albums. compared mm. to this. Well, it feels mm. short. I don't know if it's actually time wise the same length. Let me look. No, 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 it's not. No, no, yeah, it's no half way, an hour. No that's, what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's a yeah, short so, album, so of course you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of an easier time enjoying that because it's so short. You're gonna always want to hear it. more. Yeah, this album took me time to unpack. Like oh, I wasn't listening time. to it in the first week. I wasn't even listening to it in the first month, really. Nah, yeah, I had to take a break after the first listen. I was yeah. a bit overwhelmed. I was like, I actually need to listen to this a lot. There, there's, there's, there's a lot to take in, man. Like you can't. I, I'm like you. Like in the first few listens, I was just that. Like, I was just let just riding the journey. I wasn't actually taking in some of like the bars that she was saying and how deep some of these songs go, man. It's deep. Yeah, but so go, part, sorry, like, sure. What's the, what's the nitty gritty? I just wanted to clarify that we all agreed that we were in a similar place. Do you know what I mean? Of like, no, I just meant wrapping it up, like getting to our favorite tracks and our scores and that. Oh yeah, gone. Some, I hear it. We're there now. Yeah, I think we've I think we've um, covered this album. We'll, well, we will be covering more little sim more stuff in the future. We definitely will. anything she drops. We might even do just singles, <laughs> bonus yeah. episodes of little sims because she's definitely one to watch. Well, we're going to see her as well. We're going Spoilers. to see her. So. That always that always elevates the. Experience. Might have to do a live show review or something. Yeah. I think we should. Okay, so who wants to start with favorite tracks? Edit the fuck out of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um no one wants to go first to it. Nah, bring bring the energy. Uh, don't let him bring the seasons though. Don't make this man bring his seasons out again. Hey, man, when the seasons come out, man, flip it. Alan's on a T. Jeez. Ah oh, man. You know what? I struggle with favorite tracks, man, because I could name every single flipping track. I, I wrote a lot. Even, I wrote interludes. I'm not even joking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying about interludes, you know? Like the garden is. Uh, nah, I'm struggling. Nah, you know what? Uh, Should I, we come back know, to you? Man. No, yeah, you come back because this is like a jerk seasoning, man. Throw everything in and I'm feeling <laughs> hot. Nice. <laughs> like every, everything's spicy in the month. This is the real shit. Jesus. All right, hear what I'm saying, yeah? Mine comes in two-track little bursts. So, Two Worlds Apart, I Love You, I Hate You. Then, Little Q Part 2, Gems in the Lude. Stand Innovation, I See You. Then, Never Make Promises, Point and Kill. Then, The Garden to the End. But, like, that's a lot of songs. That's, like, nine songs. Or it, probably more, actually. Two, four, I wrote down six, nine songs as well. I, I, you have to, like, weed them out because it's so hard. It's nine songs, man. How do you weed this thing out, it's man? Eight, it's struggling. eight. It's eight songs that aren't on there. If you don't count um, some of the inter- like the, the one interlude I didn't pick, which is the first little cubit. I don't know. Why uh, you're you're sounding like indecisive, innit? Let me let me just let me just say mine. Oh, I got wow. I got three. I we did yeah, mine. Same same. Man's got three. Um, how wait? How have you man how done have you three? Got, I had to. Like you just have to be personal. Like this is this is where we get subjective. That is personal, three, man. Right, yeah, go favorite on, tracks. Go. 
Yeah, the whole team. I got one. I got one. I do my monologue. I got Little Q Part Two. That that one is just so classic to me. I got Gems in Elude. I just love that tune. I don't know what it is about it, and I love Stand Innovation as well. It's such a weird pick of three, but it's them three. Oh, it's a good three, but I can't. That's in my nine, though. All stand three innovation of those was, was never a question. Like for me, stand innovation was never a question. I love how listen to it again because it's crazy. The raps are so like mad. The beat's so mad. Then like the chorus is just like the opposite. It's like a dream. It's trippy, and then it goes back. It's just crazy. I love that one. Okay, this is my favorite. Sean's also got three, so go on then. I feel like I'm yeah, getting I'm closer to my three then. So, so I get you. Like I did have to. I, I removed singles so I could get down to a three. So I've got two worlds apart. I've got point and kill and I've got misunderstood. That's my three. Okay. If I have to weed it down to a three, then I think, I think I've got, I think I've got here. It's got, it's got, I've just got to go for personal. So I've got. That's what it's um, called. His favorite tracks. <laughs> Bruh. That's it. That's it. Hold on. <laughs> The whole thing is my favorite track, man. I told you it's like jerk seasoning. Yeah, slap that thing over any meat, slap it over chicken, slap it over pork, slap it over fish. It tastes all right, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the way Kieran's a vegetarian, yeah. yeah. Man's just thinking like that sounds gross now. Now you're slapping no, onto meat. No, uh, no, no, I'm trying to remember what the song man. What song is this? Some... <laughs> what song? What song are you talking about, bro? I'm just saying, he hasn't said a song like, yet. What? <laughs> man, man, man is coming. I am coming onto the team. That's what's getting... making it, man, because I'm hearing bare seasons. I was like, he hasn't I'm said a so song yet. Like, condiments and stuff. Bro, I'm looking at the track list. I'm like, where's spicy? Like, spi- okay, no, spi- where's spicy? Right, okay. Yeah, spicy, man. Right, I keep pressing onto the. Anyway, so I love you and hate. I hate you, man. That's like that. Just throw in all spice, like cayenne pepper. Throw in that Scotch bonnet, man. That's some heat shit, man. That's like burning your throat. That's that's hitting in hard, man. That's like you taking a sip of that rare nephews, man. Burning down the throat, hitting you hard. Some real shit. Then you got then you got misunderstood. <laughs> misunderstood, you're on a vibe. Like some rosemary, some 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 parsley. <laughs> Give me some basil. Chucking those things in there and a little bit of like that um, paprika, you know, you, you need a bit of paprika to spice up the thing. Um, and then the last one, um, what, what are we saying? Oh, little Q part two, man. That's just, that's just all of that. Just give me that, what, Cajun stuff, man. That's, that, oh, jeez, man. Give me, give me some brown sugar. Mm-mm. That's some nice stuff, man. Some nice brown sugar. Tasty. Mm. Okay, I've managed to cut down my list. But I'm not very confident in my cut down list. After Theo's rant just there, I'm not confident in mine because mine sounds boring. (laughs) I'm going for the first song on the album, Introvert. Then I'm going to go for Standing Ovation. Then I'm going to go for Misunderstood. Because that that way I win. It's the beginning, middle, and the end. (laughs) But it just feels too safe. Like, but you heard what I originally said. No, that's that's a good free because I could have picked that as well. Mm. I I feel bad leaving out point and kill though because I like that one. That's I'm I'm gonna make an amendment though. Oh no, because I realized I said I I realized I said no singles. Say no, again? If you wanna, yeah, no, I was gonna go over. No, no, no. I was saying point and kill is like eating gel off rice, man. 
Yeah, Ignore this guy, Sean. Really Ignore this guy. I don't know what's got into him today. He's not even drinking. He's drinking what? We assume it's water in there, yeah? But who knows? It is yeah, apparently. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sorry. That is like eating jello for us, man. You eat jello for us and you're like, they can't top me. Oh. <laughs> this man gives us clips every fucking week. Anyway, Sean, <laughs> you were saying. <laughs> I don't want to take it off now. But basically, I, I, I realised I said no singles and point and kill is now a single. So give me standard ovation. Okay. Standard so ovation. yours is looking yeah, closer okay. to mine now because you had misunderstood. Yeah, me yeah, yeah. And yep, yep, yep. I wanted misunderstood. I actually did misunderstood as well, but then I just swapped it to that interlude because I, I don't know that interlude's a nice fan. Mine's no, on the, the in, fly. No, interlude's nice though, man. That, that, that was a nice pick. I'm not gonna lie, the interlude yeah. hit hard, man. But if we say interludes, the garden, I love the garden. If I'm honest, mm. when I see her do this live, I'm not trying to hear any other songs other than what's on this album. Remember, I said this about Tyler and Igor and Tyler and this new mm-hmm. album. Just perform the whole album. It's good enough. Mm. It's it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Perform the whole album top to bottom. It's an hour long set. It's your show. So you just make sure your set's an hour long. You're good to go. You can't yeah. go wrong with don't. Even if you have other bangers that are beer, you know, you got Venom and all that. Like, forget that. Anyone mm. who's coming to this show doesn't want to come in here, Venom. At least I don't. I don't, okay. I don't want to hear anything from Greyer, to be honest. It's not. No, it's not I, wanna, I just want to hear this. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not in like a, a angry way or like a like. Oh fuck! What you did before? This is the best. I just <laughs> want to hear this. I just want to hear this. Do you know what I mean? I would love to hear your other stuff, but I literally want to hear this from top to bottom live. Because you know when people do stuff live, they do it a little bit different. And I know she's gonna have a live band there. She hundred percent will. Yeah. She wants us to live inside of the album in the live show. I'm bringing all my money. I'm going to spend all my money that day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, scores. Scores. 9.7. Whoa. Jesus Christ. Damn. Damn. I have to match my Tyler rating. Damn. Damn. Yeah, that's right. That's... That's I'm setting precedence because I feel like all of you put low numbers and Whoa, we're not having no, it. No, no, we're no, not no, having no, it this no, time. These, these we're excuses. not having it this time. No, don't make these these excuses, uh, I, I, man. I, th- I think you put high numbers. Is what I, I think you Jesus. bloated yours. That's the highest score ever. Like, look, like, look at Pop Smoke, man. That one was high. Nah, don't that guy's dead, though. I did that because he was dead. <laughs> Rotted. Sean, give us your score so we can keep going. Oh, I'm at a nine. That's a, a big solid number, nine. Sure. That's the biggest yeah. one yet. That's my that's my highest score. That's my highest score. Give that some bucks. Yeah, sure yeah. But do you know Theo. what for me though? Do you know what it is? Is I feel like <laughs> no, look at this man. Know. Look at Theo. Yeah, Theo's done. The Theo's finished. Theo's done. I still feel like she can do better than this. That's still. room to grow. Yeah, that's room to grow. I like that. I still feel like it can be better. I think yeah, there's I think, room to grow for sure. I think if there's a there's a hybrid between grey area and this and this. That's that's the one for you. That's the one 100%. for me. You well, yeah. But there's, I still feel like whatever. Objectively, I feel like she can do more. She's twenty seven. Like she's young. True. Yeah. She got. She's got a ways to go yet. I'm sitting mm. at a solid like nine point three. I would. I would make it higher, but I. I don't feel. Yeah, like what's Hold on. Wait. Wait. Pause. I'm seeing Theo like praying and shit. Like what? <laughs> Coming on I don't with know. that, he's, ha- he's having a spiritual experience. I think he ate his own seasonings. I have no clue. Sometimes like this is where I wish we did video because people need to see the bullshit yeah. that we do. So, Sam, what were you saying? Because 
Are you you on to, on to something? No, I was just saying nine point three. Like it could be higher. I could push it to a nine point four or nine point five, but I just haven't. He's still going through it. I can't. I can't speak when, I, when this man is going through it like that. Uh, but yeah, it, it. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's definitely one of my higher scores. So. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm underscoring it, but I'm giving it a realistic score and a little bit of personal preference is thrown in there because I would have been sitting where Sean's sitting at a solid nine, but I was like, got to bump that up because it's, for me, album of the year. And as far as I can remember, on, on recordings anyways, this is the highest score I've ever given. If we were rating Kanye's album, then obviously I'd be giving like 11 out of 10s and shit like that. Shit that doesn't even, shit that doesn't even work. <laughs> And if we did Drake's album, I'd be giving minus numbers. So, you know, this is a good album for this year. Oh my God. Oh, minus we, we almost oh went a whole call without Drake. Nah, nah, we've been there already. Go on, Theo, if you're, if you're ready now, give us your score. I'm ready. Um, yeah, this album's 9.4. Your scores aren't even that far from mine, you know. What are you guys saying? What do you mean? Yours is high, when, 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 high, bro. Yours, yours is insane. No, yours rounds up to a 10. I don't have complaints. Okay, the average mm. score is 9.4 or 9.35, but we don't do two decimal Theo's places because that, that, that upsets Sean. The listeners don't Theo's know about actually this, done it again. Sean does mm. not like when people yep. do two decimal points. It upsets <laughs> <him>. <laughs> <laughs> We don't even like one decimal point, but that's a whole different conversation. That's funny times. Theo, you did it again. Yeah. I, I just got that. I just got no, no house. But no, yeah, no, I know our scores are not far from yours, Kieran, but 9.7. I mean, when you're in that bracket, when you're in that bracket of like 0.5 from 9.5 upwards, yeah. That it's means high. it's classic it's work. Be, Instantly yeah, classic. Has, yeah, has to be, yeah, exactly. Instant classic. I'm yeah. not mad at I it. I thought that's a fair score. That's yeah, a, I thought I'm, that's a fair score. I'm not yeah. mad at it. I'm I not just ready to give it a 10. Give... There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to give it a 10. And if it was a 9.5, that's. That's average in the 10, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. You don't think it's a 10 out of 10 album? Damn. Asking big man questions. Not, not, not just, no, because I still think she can go one for, uh, one better than this. I really do. Hey, this is Kieran and thanks for listening. Shout out to my Indian people. I see you. Don't leave without hitting the link in the podcast notes to join our Discord server, where the discourse of our episodes continues. We've got curated playlists and more for you to check out there. Namaskar.